how a simple tool can create a great learning experience. Topic of this week's episode. I'm Karen. And I am Nula. And we are the Safety Collaborators. And our mission is to help people have better conversations and change the way they think about safety. So Nils, how did we find out about this 321 pyramid? And I love that we actually asked ourselves this question as we got onto the episode and went, hmm, actually not sure. I have no idea. <laughs> but I just know that I love it and it works really well. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so where should we start? Shall we start with what is this thing that we're even talking about? It's called the 321. Well, we've called it the 321 safety pyramid. And it really is to just kind of help people think a little bit more about what they're going to do. So it might be mm. a routine task that you do on a regular basis and just want a team check-in. Are we all still on the same page? Has anyone taking any shortcuts maybe they shouldn't be doing? Mm. Or maybe it's a task we haven't done in a while or an update to a process or a procedure. And let's find out what are the safety considerations that people know about what are the facts that do not change? This is just the way it is around this task or process. And the most important part for me is when you start getting people thinking is the last point of this, the one. Mm. What is the one question that you would like clarification on or to better understand? And that is where it really opens up the power of a simple little tool that can be a great learning experience because it's in those questions that the whole team learns. Right. So for our listeners, what we're talking about here is literally on a piece of paper, a pyramid, and at the bottom, you can hand draw it. We've got one. It'll be a download for this episode because we have a little instruction sheet that goes with this, but literally a pyramid. And at the bottom of the pyramid are the three questions or the three learnings. Is that right? No, three learnings. Three safety considerations. Three safety considerations. We then move into those two, so the middle of the pyramid, and then the one question that you're left with at the top of the pyramid. I just wanted to try and help people visualize that a little bit. Create a picture. Yeah. So it's literally a pyramid. And I think in summary, you know, if you think about what it's about, it's about bringing out what you already know and understand and then learning together through questions about what is sitting in the realm of the unknown or uncertainty before we go and do something. Mm. You know, let's answer the questions before everyone goes, yes, I understand, walks away and then goes, what are we doing today? You know what I think might be a good example? The example where you used it, we had office people come and do a site visit. So we had the group, the onshore people come to the vessel and you use this as a tool to help them walk around. Learn. And get familiar and learn. How was that experience? I nearly forgot about that. And it was such ah. a brilliant example. So yeah, it's a client that we've been working with and so often... People in the office never get to see the work site or where they impact. Mm. And there was a perfect opportunity created where it was a large group. I think it was around 20 or more than 20, 20 staff from the office mm -hmm. got to come and do a rig tour while the rig was port side. And to be able to go and, and actually see what it is that they impact, how the decisions that they're making sitting at a desk are coming to fruition. So whether it's ordering or whether it's items are being delayed or what have you, what is the impact and what does this thing look like? 
And before they went out on the, their tour, we said, well, to make it a little bit more valuable, we want you to use this tool. And we want you to think about what are three things that you maybe knew beforehand. The first three is always around either what you know, a safety consideration, or something that is important to you about this, whatever it is that you're going to do. And then I'm trying to remember what the two facts were. What did we have it as? I can't remember if we had it as two facts or two, two things you found interesting around this. Yeah. And what is one question that you would like to know before you go back to the office? And we got them to do the walkabout and then, you know, had them in a pair. So you answer those questions individually and then you talk to a friend about it. So you turn to the person next to you and you go, these are mine. And then see if that friend can answer your question or your colleague or your whomever you're with. And then in the bigger group, you go around and generally in big groups, you know, that size, you don't ask every question. But who has a burning question that hasn't been answered or that you feel that would be helpful for the rest of the team to actually know the answer to that question? And then just have a discussion around it and see who can answer it, who has varying opinions. And it often just makes the burning question inside or even the burning unknown like maybe you just you didn't know about it until you actually started exploring the topic. And then a question comes to mind and goes, well, why is it like that? Or am I correct in my facts or my way of thinking? And it becomes an invaluable learning experience because when people walk away and like with this group particularly, you know, they, they walked away and it was they had such sharing across departments in the office. They had such sharing across the people on the ground in the vessel, you know, getting to ask their questions, getting to know them, getting to see what they do and how it impacts. And also that wow factor of wow. This is what I'm involved in. And I've got to know a whole lot more about it before I go back into my, my everyday life. Fantastic. I'm going to summarise this a little bit into what I, some thoughts that I was having as I was listening to you. I get the sense that it was creating curiosity. It was giving people a place, if you like, to write their thoughts. So they, you know, if everybody had a piece of paper with them and a pen, to write their thoughts down so they capture them as they're going on this tour, if you like, of the vessel. So their ideas and their learnings aren't being lost. But I think the most important thing that I'm hearing from this is that it's creating this space of curiosity and we're doing it in a group session and helping them to, as you say, walk away with some concrete learning. So I think it's a really good way of helping people that aren't familiar with an environment to become curious and creating a safe way for them to be curious. And likewise, I think in an environment where people are very familiar, where we often forget what we're seeing, like, you know, because we become a bit immune to our environment. So using it then as a way to do a safety walk, if you want, let me call it safety, but it could be for anything. And actually, we've got a couple of examples where you could use this in other ways. For example, I'll share one example that I quite like. Let's say you were sitting around the dining room table and there was a bunch of people, uh, some friends, and you're having a good time and you might use this as a dinner game. I quite like this idea as this is coming to mind as I'm speaking. So for those of us that like to travel, you could say, okay, so what are the three cities that you've visited? What are two of your favourite memories of those three cities? And what's one place you'd like to go to next? So that might help. So if you think, go back into the workplace, it could be, okay, so what are the three things that I've just observed and witnessed or seen? What of my 
what are the two clarification points, if you like, or what is it about them that I want to remember? And then what is that, that, as you said, what's that burning question that I still have? Thanks for listening. We are all about helping you. So why not drop us a line at hello at safetycollaborations.com and see what we can do for you. Back to the conversation. When do you use this? Mm. Because it's not there to replace a toolbox talk. Oh, no. It's not there to be used on an everyday basis. So it might be used, I think I I mentioned this earlier, you know, when a new process or system is coming in. Mm. Or it might be used, we actually use it as a facilitated group learning experience. So Mm. it was a facilitated process. Everyone in the room got a three-to-one sheet and on post-it notes, we wrote up what are some of the critical tasks that you do in your role and your function. And we put those all up on post-its and then put people into pairs because we're trying to help them learn the process as well. Right, in your pair, go and grab the post-it that you are most passionate about or that you want to learn the most about. So everyone go and grab a post-it and the usual banter of, oh, I wanted that one while I got it first. (laughs) And then got people to work through the three-to-one pyramid on their own and then in their pair to discuss it Mm. and say what was their question or, or what was about it. And in the groups, there were some fabulous learnings that came out. So let's take it to a practical work example, lifting and, and rigging. Mm. So what are three safety considerations that, you know, we have to take into place? That you have to have the right lifting gear for the right job. You need to make sure that it is color-coded. You need to inspect everything to ensure that there is no damage to anything before you get started. What are two facts? Soft slings are not allowed on board without a permit to work. Mm-hmm. Another fact might be to ensure that the correct block is on the crane. I'm just trying to like think of stuff. I'm not a specialist in lifting, just in case nobody picked up on that one. Um, And then what is your one question? And because at the moment we're working with a group of people who are very new to the industry Mm. and we make assumptions. But the one question that came up was, when I was here on my last hitch, the color coding was green. And it's really irritating and frustrating because now all of a sudden everything's orange. And we've been told that we can't use the stuff that's green. We have to use the stuff that's orange. Why? What a fundamental and important question. And myself and the supervisors in the room all stopped and went, oh my word, there are probably so many people on this vessel and coming up on the next hitch Mm. who have never experienced a color code change before and have no idea what the purpose is. So what is the purpose? It's to make sure every six months that all of your critical lifting gear is inspected to be safe for use and it gets a new color code. So anything that hasn't been inspected needs to go into quarantine for when the inspectors come back on board. But it became a really good conversation and learning experience, not just for that group, because it then got spread to every department. Guys, if you've got new people in your teams, do they understand the why behind this and how it is so important? Because if people don't, So often the why is missing. What is the potential consequence? Indeed. They use something that has not been inspected, that isn't fit for purpose, and an incident happens and people go, but I didn't know, I didn't understand. So part of the three-to-one pyramid is around making the invisible visible, creating a safe place for people to be able to either ask questions that have been burning or to ask questions that they haven't even thought of. And for supervisors, what becomes really critical, and that was what we brought up in the learning examples, was your question as a supervisor may be 
the critical points you want to make sure that everyone in the group understands before they walk away and go and do the job. So it's not saying I don't think you know what you're doing. It's not saying I don't think you're competent, but it's saying, does everyone understand this? Because this could be a critical failure point if we don't as a team. What I like about it as well is that it isn't something that they have to go to the system or to this process or the work procedure to go to. They can use it and share the knowledge that's in the room and help highlight any gaps, even for the most experienced people in the room. For some, it might actually be the things that they've forgotten that are critical. And without somebody asking the question, it doesn't bring it to the fore of, you know what, actually, that is crucial. Exactly. It is really just a lovely, simple tool. You can make it as easy or as complex as you want. And it's a little gift from us to you. And you know what's even more lovely about this, just before we end off here, is that yeah. we got to learn a whole lot more doing the research, trying to figure out where we learned about it ourselves. Indeed, we did. <laughs> <laughs> and funny enough, they use it a lot in, well, two areas it came up is critical thinking skills. So it helps to develop critical thinking skills. It's great for reflective processes and for strategic thinking and for learning. So it's a great way to do, so if I think go back to the reflective process, if you're learning something new, it's a great tool even to use it that way. You, you can take the word safety out of the conversation and just use it as a reflective learning process. And that's effectively what it is. Yes. As you said, it can be used in a multitude of ways and mm. don't just get stuck on going, oh, well, mm. this could be okay, but I'm not quite sure where to do it. Mm. Use it to get to know your teams better. Absolutely. What are three things that you do do when you're at home that make you happy? What are two challenges that you're facing at the moment that the team can support you in? And what is one thing that you'd like to share that maybe nobody else knows about you? Yep. It can create a great way of bringing a team together and creating that inclusive environment in a safe place where everyone gets to contribute. And I think that's the power of using sometimes what is a seemingly simplistic tool. It's trying to make sometimes really complex and difficult boundaries open up, like it sort of opens up the gate, if you like, to having sometimes difficult conversations. I mean, gee whiz, you could use this for performance management if you wanted to. I mean, really. Yeah, absolutely. What are three areas you're excelling in? What are two areas that you need to develop? Yeah. And what is one thing that you would like to learn in the next six months? Exactly. So really a tool that you can use any way you like. The way that we present it to you, it will be called the 321 pyramid. We use it generally in the work that we do but we hope you enjoy it. As well as the other tools that we've introduced because we love our tools. We do like our tools. At least this one's not a quadrant, you know, it's actually a pyramid for a change. <laughs> Any last thoughts for today? I think as last thoughts would just be reach out to us and let us know how you're using it. And if you need extra ideas, if you've got some way that you feel that we could even add value and use it in different ways, that would be amazing because this learning experience goes in two directions, mm -hmm. sharing our learning with you and we love to learn with you. 
and the best way to reach out to us is either through finding us on LinkedIn, which is pretty easy to do, Nula Gage or Karen Avari, or go to our website, safetycollaborations.com. To the show notes, there's a little chat bubble there that you can add your thoughts to. And as always, help us to spread the word by following us on your favorite podcast platforms, sharing it with others uh, wherever you think it can add value. Till next week, stay safe and stay well. Thank you.